Well, hello, Remnant Warriors. Thank you for tuning in on this January 26, 2021 broadcast and have a lot of things to talk about today. Uh, thank you that you've found me and I found you and we are finding a ways around the ridiculous draconian censorship of Christians. I said Christians because that's what we're dealing with now. Uh, just found out today that my YouTube channel got demonetized. So now we can't run ads on YouTube at all, which, you know, I kind of figured that was going to happen. But YouTube is in the process of basically censoring and silencing us. And I, I literally have taken down so many videos from YouTube because I, I knew that they were going to start trying to censor us. But it doesn't even matter. I mean, basically what we have on YouTube now is all Christian stuff. It's not even anything that anybody would deem as conspiracy. It's not anything that's crazy. It's prophetic words. It's, you know, only a couple of the shows that we've done. Uh, but for whatever reason, they deemed it today that it was not in alignment with their community standards. And I believe this is what we're going to see more of. And I'm telling you, it's coming to Facebook very, very soon. You're going to see a bigger purge of Facebook accounts where they're going to silence any truth tellers. They're just going to completely deplatform them and take them down off of Facebook. And I believe that's why we've seen in the last week or so, a lot of accounts getting uh, signed off. Uh, you may have heard of this, you may have not, but a lot of people with Facebook accounts all of a sudden got signed off and had to re-sign on. I think they're, they're looking at certain accounts and I think they're just getting ready for their next stage in the purge of Christians and conservatives and people that speak truth, people that are willing to uh, talk about. It's just discussion, literally, about anything that's outside of what they consider to be mainstream narrative, what the corporate media, the prophets of Baal, I call them, are talking about. Anybody that would challenge anything that the mainstream media says, which reminds me of George Orwell, reminds me of, wow, 1984, and just some of the things that we could never have fathomed would happen in America. Now, I understand there are some states like California and others where people, you know, I listen, I pastored in California for 17 years. Uh, I know California extremely well. I fought in California for all different types of things. And I never in my lifetime thought that I would see some of the things where pastors are now being fined simply for being open, where, where churches are literally, I mean, can you imagine this? We just need to sit back and think about this for a second. By the way, this happened under the Trump administration, which he was the most pro-liberty, pro, uh, you know, First Amendment, pro-Second Amendment, pro-life, pro-religious liberties and freedom. He tried everything in his power to push back. What a great president. But even during his administration, because of the socialists and the communists that are now rising up in government— and we're going to be praying them out. And I'll talk about that shortly. But these people now think that they have the right to take away your ability to even discuss among peers. And if you think that this is going to somehow, uh, you know, stay away from your church or your ministry or your uh, way of life, I have news for you. It's not. It's, it's coming to your doorstep soon if it hasn't already. Uh, many people that don't speak out publicly or that aren't very uh, aggressive on social media in the terms of speaking out for their faith. In other words, they just kind of maybe once in a while will say something very light or maybe never. And, and I'm not coming against you or judging you or condemning you because I understand I was in the corporate world for many years. So I know they're now looking at social media. I get it. So I'm not saying I'm not trying to say that, you know, there's something wrong with you because you're not speaking out like I do. Because I know there's a high cost for what I do. It's extremely high. In fact, it's so high that it, sometimes it even marvels my family and I where we sit back and we say, can you imagine that we're literally, I'm a pastor that literally is standing for religious liberties and freedoms. That's literally, I mean, it's unbelievable to see what we're dealing with right now. But yet this is what we're dealing with in 2021. And I, I would love to say it's going to go away, but I think it's going to get worse. I think you would agree with me. So being taken off of YouTube or having YouTube demonetize you does not surprise me in the least bit. And that's why we have the website set up, Todd Coconato, my name, C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O.com. First name Todd, of course. And then, and then slash find me because we're showing you where our accounts are going in case we get shut down on more platforms. You can always find me on the website and we're going to start, uh, you know, really uh, pushing that more and more because it's going to be the only way 
pretty soon here that people are going to be able to find the work that we're doing. And uh, like I said, it's, it's a high cost and, and it can be exhausting. It can really be exhausting at times, but we can't let it get us down because we knew this was coming. And so here we are. So let me talk about some of these things that we're going to discuss today and just uh, some of the, the news. Um, as you guys have probably seen, uh, the Biden administration, I call it the quote unquote administration. Uh, they're now saying they're going to tell the, the construction people and those that are working on the border wall to cease. So that, that is going to go away. The border wall is going to be defunded now, just like many police stations and police organizations around the country. Defund, defund, defund. Uh, you know, the, the pipeline, of course, defund, take it away, take away fracking jobs. Even though they promised that they weren't going to do it, they promised they weren't going to uh, come against these jobs. Remember that? Remember that big argument? And the president, President Trump was out there saying, oh, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. And they came out promising they weren't going to do it. Well, here we would like two weeks, not even two weeks. It's, it's the 26th. Biden got inaugurated on the 20th. So six days and it's already in play. So that just shows you the integrity that these people have. That just shows you um, that they are not people of their word, that they're willing to completely backstab their constituents, that they're willing to uh, you know, go against even uh, other nations. You think uh, Canada is, is happy about Biden's defunding of the, um, the Keystone pipeline and all the jobs? Some are saying it's 11,000. Some are saying it's 15,000. Some are saying it's up to 40,000 jobs. Gone. Vanished. And we're not even hearing about all the other regulations and the different things that are being put into place. And uh, it's pretty, pretty ridiculous. And uh, the good news is that there are some judges that are willing to stand for our Constitution. I just got a alert, an alert that said that a federal judge is blocking Biden's deportation freeze um, nationwide after the Texas AG challenge. So thank God there's at least some people that are willing to stand. And uh, that, that will be something that we'll see here. Uh, at least in, in, in the interim uh, with some of these Trump appointees. Thank God he was able to get a lot of judges into position. But uh, I know a lot of people want me to answer a lot of questions. And so I'm going to get right to those questions because I think it's extremely important that we talk about some of these issues as we're having these remnant conversations. And then I'm going to get a little bit more into some of the news and uh, some of the things that I think are happening behind the scenes. So I know one of the big topics that people want me to talk about is, is uh, you know, does President Trump have any chance of getting back in power? So we'll definitely discuss that in our conversation time. And I'll give you where I'm at on that, and uh, as I mentioned in yesterday's broadcast, I know I'm saying a lot of things when it comes to like the Biden administration or, you know, looking at the very grim reality that we're all looking at right now. Uh, don't get mad at me. I'm just saying that in the natural, but we're going to talk about what's going on in the supernatural too. So please don't tune me off if you think <laughs> I, I still don't have hope. I absolutely do have hope, and we'll get to that towards the end of the broadcast. But for right now, I want to answer these questions because yesterday I, uh, I put out on Telegram, by, by the way, if you're not following on Telegram, I would highly recommend that you do it. It's just under my name, Todd Coconato. Another way for us to keep in touch should Facebook take me down. Uh, so I'm on Telegram uh, answering questions on there. And Teresa asks, she said, I wrote my senator of Virginia and expressed my opinion on voter fraud and, and the corruption in the government and the disgrace of the waste of taxpayers' money to impeach a, impeach a private citizen. I don't know uh, what, if anything, it'll help, but at least he knows how I feel. Well, that, Teresa, is important. And what you're doing is important because uh, I will tell you, I've worked with many representatives in the Congress and, uh, you know, in other positions of uh, government. And when their office is getting flooded, that's a good thing because they, they take note of that. They know when their constituents and people in their district are upset. And the, one of the issues that we've had as the Christian community is we haven't been proactive. We haven't been out there and doing this enough. And so people think that no one's upset or no one's mad and they just live in a bubble in DC and they, you know, it's, it's a, it's an elite ruling class that kind of do live in a bubble. So the more they hear from us and the more that, that we're bothering them, <laughs> which, you know, it shouldn't be a bother to them because they work for us, but for whatever reason, things have gotten really messed up here over the years. And so, uh, you know, but we, we got to be blowing up their phones, blowing up their voicemail and, and really letting our voice be heard because that is going to be one way. That's one front on this battle so that we can let them know that we are not happy with what they're doing. I'll tell you, I, I still can't get it out of my mind what they did on the uh, 6th where, you know, apparently uh, even Pence, remember Vice President, former Vice President Pence was like, you know, our voices are going to be heard in Congress. You know, I was at a Turning Point USA event where he came to speak and he promised us that we would have our day in Congress. That were his, that was his words. We're going to have our day in Congress. Well, we didn't have our day. 
because there was a planned event. It was a false flag where they had operatives of the deep state, people that were funded and paid agent provocateurs to make Trump supporters look like we were, you know, now they're even using the term. There was an insurrection, according to them, that happened at the Capitol. And by the way, if you happen to be in the vicinity of that quote unquote insurrection, you may have FBI people coming and knocking at your door. I know people that were there that are literally being harassed and some have even been arrested simply for being in the vicinity. And it just blows my mind because why didn't we see any of this happening during uh, the protests and riots that were literally burning down businesses and buildings in multiple U.S. cities for an elongated period of time? And yet I didn't see any of that uh, happening where the FBI was, you know, finding if they were around the area through GPS and, and using their phone and, uh, and and geo-tracking. I didn't see any of that happening during those events. But isn't it interesting that when, uh, you know, a bunch of peaceful, 99.9% of the people that went to see the president, there was hundreds of thousands, if not a million people that went down there to support President Trump and to uh, basically pray for him and to stand with him and to show their support. And most of these people are hardworking patriots that just wanted to see their nation uh, be restored to the Constitution, to have freedoms and, uh, you know, just stuff that we should all be fighting for. And yet, for whatever reason, uh, they're now being labeled uh, possible terrorists, these people, just for being there. What a sad state of affairs. And we have to call this type of stuff out because this is unbelievable, but yet this is what's happening. So I commend you for calling your representative, Teresa, and I would just say more people need to do that. Um, Aldi, uh, Ad, Adela uh, Rodriguez, Adela, I think, uh, she said, "Is the uh, I'm still questioning this impeachment. Is it even legal? How can this be if Trump is no longer president? It breaks my heart. Well, yes, it, it, it breaks all of our heart because President Trump was really, and, and I believe still is, fighting for our nation and uh for our constitution, for our freedoms, and to see what this man has had to go through is really uh, unbelievable. And I, I, honestly, I mean, you know, as much as I knew this was coming, it just still shocks me what they put this man and his family through. And uh, he has, he said, like you know, uh, several times in his speeches, he said, "I gladly take the arrow, arrows for you." And we have to really pray for President Trump because the man has taken significant arrows. They've gone after his finances, his businesses, his families, his name. They've censored him. And uh, it's really unbelievable. So, yeah, of course, the impeachment is illegal. It's illegitimate. First of all, he didn't, uh, you know, his speech, and you can listen to it if they even allow it on YouTube anymore. They're probably taking it down. But, uh, you know, I'm sure you can find a copy of his speech that day uh, in D.C. on the 6th. And it had nothing to do, just like every other Trump event, it was patriots. It was freedom-loving uh, Americans that love our Constitution, that love our flag, that uh, you know, love our God. That were just out to stand for our republic. And uh, you, you never saw at any of these Trump events, and there was hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of them, you never saw people, Trump supporters, getting violent. You never saw them doing anything of the sort because that's not who we are. That's not who the movement is. But yet now they're saying that you know they're going to label the very people that went to these rallies as domestic terrorists. It's pretty unbelievable. And yet that's what's happening. So no, it's not legal. And I'm, I'm praying that the impeachment does not happen. I, I believe that the current Congress and the current government, uh, meaning the presidency and whatnot, is really in there due to a tremendous amount of fraud that's taken place. And I'm not going to forget about that because when I was praying over the weekend, the Lord said, don't forget about what's happened here. You know, you don't just um, accept it. We can't accept it. And so we're going to push back in prayer and we're praying these people become exposed and the corruption and the criminal acts that have taken place are exposed. That's why we're continuing to pray this through. And we're not going to give up yet because I believe that the remnant of the remnant, the Gideon's army, the 300 are going to stand and we're going to see God move on our behalf. We don't know how it's going to happen. Instead of getting into all the weeds and the details of trying to figure out how God's going to do it, we're just believing in faith for a miracle work of God. And we don't know what's going to happen because it's in his timing, but I believe God is going to overturn this fraudulent uh, result in, in the end. And we're going to see a great move of God on our behalf. I'm believing that. Thank you, Jesus. So it does break my heart. Uh, Adela, it does break my heart. Uh, Jamie says, what do you think about the class action suit against the government entities who stole our voices and certified the fraud? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, we need to be fighting on all different fronts because they did certify a fraud. And I think that, you know, the 
the founders and in the Constitution and in the way that things were written, they, they could not have anticipated uh, a digital cyber event like what we saw where there has been a massive theft via cyber attack from foreign entities. Now, the president did uh, initiate an executive order in 2018, which d discussed this very thing. And that's why many people feel that there may have been something enacted behind the scenes before he left office that we don't know about. That's a big theory right now because people feel that that may have happened. And so people are talking about that a lot. And I'll get into that a little bit more. So I, I think that we need to continue to fight on all fronts and uh, in, in the legal front, in the judicial front, you know, within the courts and whatnot. I think that there need, I, I mentioned yesterday, there's 30 plus lawsuits that continue forward through the court system right now. Not a, uh, many of them are from the Trump team per se, but they're from affiliates and people that are fighting for election integrity. So we need to pray for those people. And all it takes is one, folks. All it takes is one that could make its way to the Supreme Court and they could uh, bring out uh, through discovery and through the different things that they're able to do the case that they have not been able to present yet because many people are trying to use that talking point that, oh, they had all these court cases and none of them, you know, none of them showed any evidence. Well, that's not true. None of the cases have been allowed to show evidence yet. So if it gets to the point where the evidence is able to be presented in an actual court case, we could see a monumental breakthrough. And that's why I think we need to continue praying. One of the reasons is that right there. Um, Kimberly Howard, you said, I'm struggling with moving forward from anger and shock, yet keeping the faith at the same time. It's quite something to juggle right now. Well, it sure is. And I, I know that I, yesterday, uh, some people wrote me and, and you're also gracious. Thank you for the kind people. There are people that every day write that are not so kind, but, uh, those of you that are kind, thank you for writing and sharing your frustration and letting me know. And I, I share that frustration with you. Uh, that's why I am uh, continuing to pray this through. That's why I'm not willing to just move on yet. I think there will be a time where we have to reevaluate if God has not moved at that point. But I think right now we're still in a fluid situation with moving parts. And so I think that it is actually a requirement of the remnant of the remnant, the 300, to pray this through all the way. And that's why God has said, no, Todd, so don't stop praying yet. Don't stop talking about what just happened. Don't stop bringing attention to it and light to it. And by the way, there is a cost to that because I'm targeted. And uh, but, you know, I'm willing to do that as well because our president was willing to fight. Our real president was willing to fight and stand. And I think that uh, we, we owe that not only to him, but to God uh, to continue to stand for justice because God is a God of justice and to stand for the truth and to stand for integrity and, and to stand for the word of God, which is truth. So uh, thank you, Kimberly, for saying that. Um, uh Kathy, you just said I did the same thing. Appreciate that. Uh, uh, Chrisom, uh, you're saying, how do we navigate in a Biden administration era? Well, that's a great question. Thank you for saying that. Um, I think that, you know, this is going to be determined as the time moves on here. Um, we're going to have to really ask the Lord for wisdom and direction and strategy. Um, I, I will say that if we don't see any change and nothing happens and we're praying and God decides not to move for whatever reason, we can't lose faith and we can't lose hope because that's what the enemy wants is for us to lose faith and hope. We have to maintain, we have to continue to have faith and have hope and have trust in God. I like what Lynn Wood said. And by the way, that man is under tremendous amount of attack. Please pray for him. He has uh, all the people, gosh, so many people from uh, all these different, you know, from his alma, alma mater, you know, his college, uh, you know, to different uh, judges and people around the country that are just trying to strip him and attack him and go after his finances. That's what they do. And, uh, and, and so, you know, those of you that wonder what kind of things we deal with, that's what we deal with too, is, is, is a literal targeting of our ability to live. They want to make it painful so that we can't even make a living. They want to make it painful so that we as a ministry need to be silenced and we're not going to be silenced. So that's the biggest thing we deal with is the attack on that front. And that's what they're trying to do. Not only censor us, but come after us in other ways because they want pain. They want us to feel pain. Uh, Heather said, is there anything that can be done uh, at this point to overturn the stolen election? Well, that's a great question. And I will say, yes, uh, there is, there are still things that we can do. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, we can pray we can pray for exposure. We can pray that some of these 30 plus court cases, that one of them bears fruit and creates a, uh, a tremendous amount of, um, you know, exposure 
Um, it, you know, I'm, I'm watching some of these, uh, like Dominion, for instance, they're trying to sue Sidney Powell. They're trying to sue Mike Lindell, I think. They're trying to sue Rudy Giuliani, several people that have spoke out against the Dominion. Uh, that's the company that had the voting machines that flipped the votes. And they're trying to basically sue people. They're saying it's defamation, but it's not defamation. Uh, and, and so what I'm hoping is, is that, hey, look, if these things really go to court, hey, let there be discovery. That means let Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell or whoever it is that's being sued bring forth the evidence and let that open a can of worms. So we can pray for something to happen in the courts. We can pray for something to happen with the military. Um, you know, there could be something that's going on with the military that we don't know. There could be an investigation at the NSA. There could be, uh, I know uh, General McNamara has come out and said that they have the packets going back and forth. Uh, there's been a lot of people that are credible people like General Flynn and others that have come out over time and said they have all the evidence. They have all the proof. The military has been delivered the evidence. And so I'm praying that, listen, the military are patriots. I mean, the majority of these guys, and I pray that they do uh, what they uh, took an oath to do, which is to stand for our constitution. And so I, I pray that something is going on in the military right now. So I think we need to pray for that. Um, so there's two things, the courts, the military, what else can be done to over, overturn the election? Well, there could be some other type of thing that we don't know about. Maybe one of Trump's executive orders, maybe the Insurrection Act, uh, different things that we may not be aware of right now that could be going on behind the scenes. So instead of trying to figure out all the hows, because I can I can list a litany of things I, I put on uh, social media yesterday and on rmntnews.com, um, evidence of a 500 page document PDF of all the different evidence. And you can look at that. Uh, I know, um, you know, uh, other people are out there still working, um, on, 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 on proving some of these different things and bringing out the evidence publicly. Um, there's, there's all different types of people that have put together large documents and, uh, PDF files and, and, and reports, including Mike Lindell, um, that have shown, uh, just how extensive the fraud was. So we have to believe that God is a God of justice. And, and I, I, I just continue to encourage you to pray and, and pray that there's an exposure and pray that the military steps up and pray that there's something that maybe we don't expect in, our, in the natural that is going on, that, that the remnant church can be praying that God would overturn what was meant for evil. And he says that in Romans 8, you know, meant for evil, turn around for good. So that's what we're believing is, is that what was meant for evil will be turned around for good and that we'll see a great move of God and a revival. Now we're praying for that either way, but I'm, I'm praying that there's justice in our nation because this is the greatest country in the world and people around the world are watching right now and they're trying to uh, understand what just happened in the United States. I know a lot of people are like, what the heck just happened? Because they know in other countries uh, that this was fraudulent. So, uh, and, and, and Chris, um, by the way, I don't want you to feel that I haven't answered your question fully. Um, there's many things that we're going to talk about in these broadcasts. I think just having the discussion, answering the questions, understanding what we're up against, um, understanding the uh, complexity of uh, the different moving parts of the agenda of the leftists and the communists and the socialists that want to basically, listen, I'm not here to be a political guy. I'm not a pundit. I'm not a political guy. I'm a Christian pastor. I, I just want to be able to live in a country where, you know, we're not being silenced and shut down and targeted for our faith and called hate people. I'm not somebody that advocates for violence or anything like that. I mean, this is crazy. Like I said to you earlier in the broadcast, if you're a person of faith, and I, even if you're not a Christian, if you're a person of any faith and you think it's okay that churches and pastors are being fined to be open and, and being told they can't meet, otherwise they have to pay fines, some even being targeted for jail, I think that's a very scary situation. I think that Martin Luther King Jr., I think that most uh, people that you know were around in the 50s and 60s or you know even in the 80s, I mean, if you would have told them what we're dealing with right now, this is not a Republican issue. This is not a conservative issue. This is a common sense issue where we're, we're needing to stand for our Constitution. And everybody should be alarmed by this because if they haven't come after you yet, they will. So very crazy stuff. Um, Jesus freak chick. I like that. Says, uh, can we take back our country constitutionally like in the steps in this video? Well, I don't know uh, the video. I haven't had a time to look at it yet, but I will tell you that I think there's uh, ways that we can take back our country and do it without violence. We can do it by being uh, vocal, by waking more people up, by being prayer warriors, by being vigilant, by, you know, if we can show people that many of the things that we warned about are now taking place, it's happening very fast, uh, that it's going to affect jobs, it's going to affect, affect manufacturing, it's going to affect people on the right and the left, our economy, our freedoms, our liberties, 
that will wake more people up when they see, look, this isn't about a right or left issue. This isn't about Democrat or Republican. This is about our freedoms. This is about our ability to be able to speak freely as Americans and have our rights protected. Uh, so I think it's super, super important. Um, Tommy, you said, yes, the military have several codes that they allow for this. Uh, they don't actually overturn the election, but they remove the legitimate government, illegitimate government, excuse me. And they hold a new election with paper ballots and only one vote per person. And um, here's your best part. Uh, you have to prove your identity. Well, we're, we're praying for that, Tommy. We're believing that. Uh, that is certainly a narrative that's out there that many people are sharing with me. And I believe that God could allow that and have a great, could you imagine what a rejoice uh, rejoicing there would be in this country right now if we saw that take place. I think it. many people are still asleep, and that's why we need to wake them up and pray that they see this is nonpartisan. This isn't about race, color, creed. This is about common sense. This is about freedom. This is about our Constitution. This is about who we are as Americans. It's about being uh, the greatest country in the world and, and being a beacon of light and hope of religious liberty and freedom for, for those all around the world. And we need to make sure we maintain that and we fight for that. Um, it's a great question. Uh, Amanda, you said, uh, uh, how can the military be in charge right now if Biden is the new commander in chief? Well, I know a lot of people are concerned about that. Um, that would be uh, determinative based on uh, if Biden really is commander in chief or if this is more of a sting operation or the military is already in control and maybe they're waiting for the right moment. That's one of the narratives out there. Uh, we, we, you know, I, I've stayed up. Uh, probably from several nights of sleep trying to figure this very question out. Uh, but instead of doing that, I think what God is telling me to do personally, and he may be saying this for you as well and those listening, is is that uh, why don't we pray that God, uh, who's a God of justice, does something on our behalf here and moves and protects our country. And, and I, I'm not really sure. Uh, you know, I did see a couple of things that are questionable. They didn't send a plane to get Joe Biden, the military didn't pick him up. In other words, when he was getting inaugurated, there's uh, been several instances where we saw videos of the soldiers having their back turned to him. We've seen the case where the, they're not saluting him. There's a lot of things that people have been pointing out that are anomalies on social media. And I would love to go into the weeds of those things. But the thing is, is that I don't want to do that because I don't want to give uh, you know my opinion. I want to speak uh, only what I can verify and have these type of remnant discussions so that we can be uh, informed and also be looking at this through the eyes of uh, the lens of the Word of God and truth. And, you know, what it ultimately comes down to is, is us believing in faith. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. And, uh, and so, therefore, we're believing in faith that God is going to move on our behalf. And we don't know how he's going to do that. Just like, you know, those at the Red Sea didn't know how the Red Sea was going to be parted. They didn't know how that was going to happen. Uh, Noah didn't know how the ark was necessarily going to save him. I mean, he just built it, right? There's been many instances in the, in the Bible, including the Gideon's army of 300, uh, where they didn't exactly know how the delivery was going to be uh, won or how the how the battle was going to be won. They just knew that, you know, they had to trust God. And, and that's what I believe he's asking of us right now is to trust him, that there will be justice and in his time. And, I, you know, we all want it to happen right now. And so we're just praying that something's happened behind the scenes that we may not know about. But is there hope there? Yes, I, I believe there is. And, um, and uh, somebody asked, uh, Heather asked, what happened to the DNI report uh, with foreign interference? It read Homeland Security has 45 days to do something. Is that true? Well, yeah. yeah. It, I mean, what happened was the president had that executive order in 2018. And in initiating that executive order, he uh, put into play that the Department of National Intelligence uh, was meant to deliver a report to him within that time frame, 45 days, uh, the director of national intelligence, excuse me, um, but they call it the Office of the Director of National Intelligence or the ODNI. And they, he was meant to deliver this report to the president to, and it would to show whether there was or was not foreign interference. Now, we know that DNI Radcliffe did confirm in his letter that there was indeed foreign interference. And so that's why I think that we have a chance that the military is either working behind the scenes right now or has already been put in control in some aspect. We don't know how it's you know necessarily playing out. But because they take an oath to defend our Constitution, defend our republic, and I don't know how they could um, just affirm uh, an administration that uh, is apparently working with our adversaries around the world, very dangerous. And so to me, that would be uh, a flagrant violation of the oath that they take. And I think all of us are wrestling with that because we're not understanding how the military could just hand over the country to somebody that we know is partnered with through financial dealings with his son and himself, uh, you know, quid 
quo pro what they tried to get uh, President Trump for. He, he did. Joe Biden did. And many other things. And so it, it, it kind of boggles our mind how the military could allow this type of administration to be in power with all the plethora of evidence. And so uh, we're praying that that's what indeed sparked the situation that maybe we as a citizenry do not yet know about. We're praying that that is what's going on behind the scenes and that there is uh, a group of people that are patriots that are waiting for the right timing. And perhaps it's because they don't want to cause a civil war or they're looking for the right uh, moment to do this. And maybe there's a, a, a process that they're going through that we don't know. So that's what we're praying and believing. But, it, it, you know, I know that many people are listening to broadcasts that every day they go over a bunch of different possibilities. Uh, I know many of those guys that are doing those broadcasts and I think they're patriots and, um, you know, I'm, I'm appreciative of their work. But this particular broadcast, we're not necessarily going to do that so much because I would rather talk about the spiritual dynamic and how we can be as remnant believers and as the 300, uh, you know, the, the remnant warriors to to pray this through and have the faith that God is doing something on our behalf. And, and eventually, I mean, it doesn't mean that our faith is tied to that. In other words, that, you know, if God does, decides not to move, you know, we're not just going to give up on our faith. We're not just going to walk away from him. We're going to understand that he is directing our path. He's ordering our steps. And so that's why I think it's important as a pastor to, to make sure I emphasize that. But I do believe in my prayer time, and I want to say this again, that the Lord has said it's not done. And I know many of you feel that way as well. And so for him to be saying that, there must be something to it that maybe I don't know yet. And I don't know how he's going to work or what he's going to do, but I'm just being obedient in that telling me to pray, continue to pray. Um, so, uh, Brenda, you said, what is the best place to follow the 300? Well, it's right here. If you're listening to this broadcast and you have found the best place, and this is where we're going to have these type of dialogues, which I think is important. Uh, Robin uh, Cowley said, besides praying, what can we do? Uh, you know, when the ones in power that can affect the change don't want to or too afraid to. Uh, God bless Lynn Wood. Yes, God bless him. He's being persecuted like nothing I've ever seen. Well, you know, I think we saw President Trump kind of going through something like that, too. It seems that when anybody, anybody comes out, you know, and you said I'd go to Kinko's right now if I thought... Uh, you know, the, the, you could print some stuff. Yeah, well, that's, I agree with you. I mean, many of us are kind of looking for uh, marching orders and we're saying, what can we do exactly? So I think we mentioned some of the things in the broadcast already, but one of the main things you can do, of course, as a Christian is to be praying and interceding and fasting. And I know many people are giving up on that because they don't see anything happening with that yet. But we have to remember, again, faith is the evidence of things not seen. So this is a powerful weapon. It's, an, you know, God responds to the remnant. He responds to the righteous remnant. He responds. I just put up a scripture yesterday that, that showed exactly that lays that out. And so we have to believe that our prayers are being heard, that God will respond to the prayers. And that's what we're trusting in faith. So that's number one. Uh, number two, call your representatives, get involved on the local level, um, help educate those around you. I know many people will, you know, judge you, condemn you, tell you you're crazy, uh, tell you that they, you know, <laughs> I get it. Trust me, I deal with it too. And so people say, you know, to me, Todd, you don't understand. My husband thinks I'm nuts or my wife thinks I'm crazy or, you know, and I get it. I know you're you're dealing with persecution. Now, one of the things that, that American Christianity hasn't done well is prepare Christians how to be uh, remnant warriors because unfortunately we're very lethargic we're very apathetic and we haven't raised up warriors now you may have been fortunate enough to be under a pastor or ministry that did raise up a remnant warrior uh, or you may have found out on your own how to press in but regardless of how you found it um, God is calling us to press in. He's calling us to be remnant warriors. He's calling us to pray this through until the very end. He's calling us to have faith uh, that, that, that is consistent with what he's suggesting and asking us in the word of God. And so we're going to have to just continue to do that. And uh, it's not on our time. It's on his time. Remember, it's not on our time. So thank you to those that are saying, count me in. And yes, I, I agree with you, uh, Robin, wholeheartedly that, you know, Lynn Wood and President Trump and Sidney Powell and myself. And, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily uh, compare myself to those people. Those are great, great people that are probably taking 10 times more of the heat, if not more than me. But what I'm saying is, is that you, me, anybody that's standing up, uh, is going to feel the pressure. Now, I will encourage you when you do get spiritual warfare and attack, that means you're over the target because you don't get a lot of flack until you're over the target, right? So I would I would encourage you if you're getting that type of attack, or you're feeling the spiritual warfare, people do think you're crazy, you're probably over the target. So that's a good thing and let that be encouraging to you, right? Amen. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, thank you, Amanda, for that, uh, that amazing uh, comment that you said. Thank you. Uh, Jamie, uh, you said another woman and I are looking into it. 
Um, do you have MeWe? Yes, MeWe is a great account to get on. Uh, thank you for those that are having the dialogue on the comment section. That's very important. Um, Jeannie, you asked the question, why does China have power over our power grid? Well, that's a good question. Great question. Why would they? President Trump was concerned, as many of you have heard of the threat assessment. Uh, one of the things that came up in the threat assessment over the course of the last many years is an EMP or electromagnetic pulse weapon that could be used to turn off the power in America. And that is uh, in asymmetrical warfare, a significant threat because it would basically, uh, we'd be like a, you know, dead in the water as a country, we wouldn't have any power. So I know many of you had generators and some of you have solar generators and you're kind of like in some ways preparing for something like this, which I think is wisdom. We've talked about this, but uh, why would Biden give China that type of access? Well, I think what it means is that he, you know, he's allowing China to make certain components for the power grid and have some of their contractors and some of these foreign contractors be involved. And that is, to me, a serious and significant threat. And I think that's why President Trump said, hey, you know what? We're not going to let Huawei or some of the Chinese companies have access to uh, our technology, our secrets, or uh, you know, our power grid, or our telephone networks, our cellular networks, because we we look at them as an enemy of the state, and that was wise, right? And and so Biden is basically taking that off and saying, oh, we can trust China. Well, that was one of the things we were calling out about Joe Biden was his son and their connections to China, and his at the very least his very lethargic, um, you know, uh, concerns when it comes to China and their military and the fact that they are our greatest threat globally and they're being very aggressive in Taiwan and the South uh, Pacific and uh, South China Sea and uh, you know even off the coast of the United States I've heard of uh, vessels that are uh, you know submerged in our oceans that are threats to America and we don't even know if uh, China has operatives in the United States but I would probably say they do so uh, China is a significant threat and they're looking to target individuals they're by the way they're collecting your data my data that should concern us. Why would a nation be collecting another nation's citizens' data unless they had plans to conquer them? So these are just common sense things, right? Um, you know, people are asking about the vaccine. Well, if you talk about the vaccine, uh, you're called an anti-vaxxer. They want to silence you. They want to take you off platforms. If I even mention these subjects, you know, we're at risk of our podcast taking us down because they'll say that, you know, you're you're encouraging people to be anti-vaxxer. You're encouraging people to actually research and look about the vaccine courts and you're encouraging people, you know, so there, you know, I know a doctor that literally came out against vaccines and she's now not allowed to fly. She's on the no fly list. So this is what they're doing to people. So there, when I say there's a cost to talking out, I mean it, there is a cost. And this is the type of thing that they're doing. They don't want us having these type of conversations. Um, you know, what about uh, the Wuhan laboratory? Well, you know, God forbid we question uh, if this is a bio uh, attack on the United States. Well, people have said, yes, it was. General McNamara says, yes, this was a bioweapon, this COVID-19. And now more information is coming out. And by the way, if you think that we're crazy for believing that God could do something here on our behalf with uh, restoring the Trump administration, if you think that's so bizarre, or that's so crazy, or that the military might step up and defend our constitution. I just want to encourage you to look at the track record of the truth community. We we mentioned all these things about COVID. Now they're coming out. All of a sudden, cities are starting to open up again, which uh, isn't that just so coincidental. Now that Biden is, quote unquote, in office, uh, all these Democrat cities are now opening up again. These are the things that we were being deplatformed for, being fact-checked for on Facebook, being told we're wild conspiracy theorists. And yet those very things are, are now coming out. And all of a sudden we're just supposed to just, oh yeah, now Biden's in there. It's all you know, changing. I think that should wake everybody up. I keep telling you this is nonpartisan. I tell you, go on to the World Economic Forum website. Watch what they're talking about with the Great Reset. Listen to some of these people that have been bold enough, like the frontline doctors, which I think they arrested Simone Gold, Dr. Simone Gold, simply because she was in D.C. at the Capitol you know, and they arrested her. She's been out there putting her life on the line, putting her career on the line. Thank God for people like her that are willing to do that. Uh, Jeannie, you said, uh, why um, are they keeping the 7,000 troops in D.C. till mid-March? I saw a press conference from the military, three top officials. They said it's because of a few things that might be coming up in the next few weeks. I wonder what those few things could be. Maybe one is the sham impeachment trial. Well, sure. I wonder what else. Why is Antifa still allowed to cause havoc? Um, great questions. The military should be going after Antifa. Yeah, well, these, I mean, in a, in a perfect sense, common, you know, common sense world. Yeah, right. That would be what would happen. 
Um, but, you know, we're not in that world at this current moment, apparently. Now we're hoping that there are things going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. Uh, but it is interesting. I think these are one of the anomalies that people are talking about in the alternative media that are saying, yes, why are there troops in D.C.? And could there be significance to that? Could there be a reason why that is happening? And I would say, yes, there certainly could. Um, I think many people are wondering these things. I mean, the, what we just watched in the inauguration was the most bizarre event in my lifetime where a, a president was being sworn in, or at least supposedly, where we're watching under the, the geist. Of, I mean, the military had to defend. You know, there, there wasn't thousands, millions of supporters in the mall in D.C. There was thousands of troops that right there should tell you something, folks. <laughs> if that spectacle didn't wake you up, I would wonder, are you really asking the right questions? Jenna said, uh, hypothetically, military takes over and rolls out our new financial system. Do you feel that Nasera and Jacera actually does happen, uh, that we will in the end be in the end times? It sounds like an Antichrist stuff to me. Well, we're certainly, gosh, these are great questions, by the way. Thank you, guys. I really am appreciating this conversation. Um, yes, uh, you know, I think that we, if you look at what the World Economic Forum is trying to do, they're trying to bring in a global digital currency. And that uh, would be an alignment or an align, you know, uh, align with what the Bible says about the beast system. Uh, there's going to be a time where your cash is gone. We're already seeing that they're pushing that, a cashless society. They don't like cash. Why don't they like cash? Well, they say it's because of criminals and, you know, things like that. But what they really want to do is be able to tax you and track you. And they're already tracking you quite a bit. You're being tracked right now. You're being monitored. If you don't think you are, well, if you have a smartphone or a computer or you log on or anything connected to the Internet of Things, yes, you're being tracked and your data is being sent to some, uh, you know, tracking company that's then selling your data. Uh, the more that you're online, the more that you're active on apps and social media and things like that, the more that your data is being sent. And there are ways to opt out, but I don't even buy into those. I, I think our phones are listening to us. And so we're in a very Orwellian world. And so the next step, which I think they have to have 5G fully rolled out before the system can be fully implemented. But I think that will be the next step is to see uh, the taking away of cash going into a cashless society. And at that point, uh, I think Christians are going to have to hold on to their horses because it's going to be unbelievable what we see where they're going to be just like they censor on social media. They're going to try to censor people's bank accounts and shut them down. And we've already seen this with President Trump and others where they're literal banks that are saying, we won't allow you to bank with us. I saw that uh, gym up in New Jersey, uh, Atlas Gym, where the gentleman literally had over $100,000 in assets frozen. And that is just unbelievable stuff. And prepare because there will be more of that. PayPal, others taking down Christians, taking down conservatives simply because they will say that we don't go along with their values. Really, really scary stuff. Um, uh, what else we got out here? Um, you said you mentioned the military may act at a later time. My fear, of course, this is Jan asking this, uh, is if he, if Biden will dismantle it in the meantime, if he has the real power to do so. Well, I would say uh, this is, is that I don't think that um, it's going to be so fast that Biden is going to be able to purge. Now, I could be wrong, but be able to purge the patriots in the military because there's a lot of patriots. In fact, the majority of the military, I'd say about 80 percent or more are patriots. And also, by the way, Trump supporters. That's why they didn't count the military ballots. Uh, another crime that's been committed. And, uh, and so I think the military, it's going to take a little bit of time uh, if he really wanted to purge the military. And these guys are, are not just robots. They're smart human beings and individuals that understand a lot of what's going on here. Um, so um, that is uh, a crucial, critical, and important thing uh, that the, the military stays uh, you know, free from political purging. Uh, we saw that in D.C. where they literally were looking at their social media accounts I mean, these are the very soldiers that were brought in to, quote unquote, supposedly protect uh, the incoming administration from what they're deeming, which there was none. But they're saying that all these crazy conservatives were going to go down and, you know, so they needed the military to come in. And then what does he do? He puts them in a parking lot with no cushions and tells them, yeah, sleep in the parking lot. So you don't think that the military are seeing that? I believe they are. And I'm praying this is why we're believing, as Lynn Wood said, trust the military. He said, first, tr trust God. Then trust Trump 
and then trust the military. And the military are patriots, and I do have to say, I don't think they're compromised just yet. There may be some leadership in the military that, that is compromised in the, in the higher-ups, but I don't think that the military itself is yet compromised, and we're praying. This is why we're believing that they're going to do something, because there's patriots that are saying, yes, we're watching our country being taken over by a foreign power, uh, basically what just happened this election. And so that's that's you know that's what we're praying and believing, guys, and uh, I pray that it's true. Uh, Dwayne, my boy, you said... Uh, I don't feel Nasera and uh, Jasera is Antichrist. Well, the concept of Nasera or, or Jasera is 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 really a good concept. It's it's a bill that was passed, I believe, during the Clinton administration. That many are theorizing that the uh, Trump administration was working to put that in into effect, and and that is a wait and see. Uh, I hope it's true. I mean, I think there'd be some really positive things from those policies, uh, gold backed currency. Uh, restoring the U.S. currency from the Fed, which is a private uh, Western Central Bank, uh, and bringing it back to the people uh, and being, uh, you know, supported by gold and silver and real money. And uh, this is a lot of the looting that we've seen take place with our economy and, and these people that are working behind the scenes. We call them the deep state or, you know, people that are in the shadows, the shadow government that are running things through the banking cartels. So we would love to see these things take place. And so I don't think necessarily that Nasera or Jacera, should that be implemented, is the B system. In fact, that would be probably the opposite where we would see a restoration of the U.S. dollar being uh, backed and denominated through a real money, uh, which would be an amazing thing. But that might not happen, folks. And that's why, so we have to look at the reality and understand that we would love to see that happen. I mean, it's a great concept, but we also could see uh, our, our worst fears come true uh, where the B system is implemented and they do start targeting your money and your ability to buy and sell. We know that's coming eventually. The question that we have right now is, is this coming now or is this coming in the future? And that is the question at hand. And that's why we're continuing to praise because we're believing in faith that God is not done with America yet. And we're believing that uh, he's going to respond to the prayers of the righteous. Now that's up to him. If he wants to do that, we could be in judgment. And if we are in judgment, uh, then, you know, that's where we are in the timeline, right? But we're praying and uh, we're standing on First Peter 3, 2, or 3.12, which says, For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their prayer, but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. And so we're believing and trusting that God is going to hear and respond to the prayers of the saints. Uh, I have so many questions, guys. I can't possibly answer them all on today's broadcast. Um, but some people just say, you know, they need encouragement, you know, and I, I agree. We, we have to be encouraging one another. We have to be standing. Um, you know, some people are saying, could this be a trial run uh, for God to see who's faithful? Uh, you, you quoted the scripture, uh, Revelation 1310. Uh, yes, uh, I do believe this could be a trial run. That's why I keep mentioning the 300. Uh, Kathy, you said, I can't stop thinking. God's word says the end days are going to be bad and get worse. So I'm having a difficult time hoping and praying that our current situation is going to get better. Is it wrong to feel this way? No, I mean, it's not a wrong thing. I think, though, that we have to remember that God is on the throne and he does respond to the prayers of the righteous, as I mentioned often. And there have been times in history where it looked bleak and it looked dim. And sometimes in the darkest of nights is when we see uh, the biggest miracle. So, at this particular juncture right now, and I know many people are encouraging me to start talking about the tribulation and preparing the saints, and hey, that could happen in two weeks or three weeks if we don't see uh, God move and on these things that we're praying and believing, and God you know, changes the, uh, the situation we're on our heart. We feel like, okay, we've prayed, and for whatever reason, uh, you know, we are in the situation that we're in, then we'll talk about those things. But even if that were the case, by the way, we still are anointed and appointed for a time as this, and we walk in the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And so even though it's a dark thing uh, and it's bleak and it, you know, it looks in the natural very, very depressing, in the supernatural, this is we've been raised up for a time as this. So if that's where we are on the timeline, and I talked about this in my book, and I talked about this uh, pretty extensively, is if that's where we are, we're still going to flourish, and God is going to raise up his remnant for this time so that we can achieve great victories. And so we're standing on the promise of God, trusting in faith and victory, and uh, and you know we'll talk about that more in the, in the coming weeks ahead. Look, if that's where we are, I'm not going to uh, beat around the bush, guys. I'll, I'll tell you, look, I, I'm, I'm not feeling positive about where we're headed. And uh, I do believe that God is saying that, you know, we're going to go into some time of tribulation. And if that's the case, and we may very well hear that in the next few weeks here in our prayers, but, but right now in this current juncture, 
Uh, I'm still believing that God is going to move, and I, I feel that it's important that we continue to pray that way, and we don't lose hope, uh, especially when I spent the time with the Lord this weekend. That was what was on my heart, and I really believe it was Him and His Holy Spirit guiding me in that way. And he reminded me of the injustice that's taken place here. And he reminded me to pray this through and pray for exposure. So uh, that's what I I believe. Uh, Brenda, you uh, asked, you said, my belief is such that some folks will not believe uh, it until the end. Uh, They can see the evidence, black and white, or experience the difference themselves. Often not missing the water until your well one's dry, not necessarily speaking of his supporters, rather those who don't support him. Ultimately, as a believer, we pray for a thing in God's time with faith to stand on his word, believing that he will do as his promises say. I am, uh, you know, I, I agree with you. I think that's wisdom. Uh, Kathleen, thank you so much for your encouragement. Appreciate you. Lisa, you said, I've often heard uh, that when you pray, you're supposed to be specific. Could we give, you know, could you give us a specific prayer? Well, I would say in my prayer, and I think that's a great question. Thank you, Lisa Dawn. Um, my prayer is, is that, uh, we believe in faith that God is able to move on our behalf. The Bible says the faith of a mustard seed can move a mountain. It's also done on his timing. I've often, uh, you know, recited the story of Lazarus where it looked like he, you know, everything was lost. The guy was dead for several days, four days, you know, people thought it was done and Jesus, you know, had no, uh, urgency, but when he came, he spoke and said, Lazarus come forth and, and she, he surely did. And so uh, sometimes a situation can look dead. There's precedent in the word of God. We're definitely in a situation like that right now. We're in the natural. It looks like it's dead. But in the supernatural, we can still pray in faith and believe. And we're not crazy for doing that, by the way. We're not crazy for doing that. So that's what I think we need to be praying is, is that God allows exposure of the darkness and the crimes and, uh, and that we're able to see a great victory in the name of Jesus, even though our situation looks a certain way. We're the remnant of the remnant. We're the 300, and we're believing as remnant warriors that God is going to do something on our behalf, and I believe that wholeheartedly. Uh, Steve, you said the Democrats are saying it's okay now to open businesses and schools. Isn't that interesting? Yep. We all knew that was coming, right? Uh, Jensen, you said, could, could you consider uh, penning a prayer? Well, it seems like several people are asking that, so maybe that's something we need to do. Uh, thank you for that suggestion. Um, Penny, you said, so the evidence of there being fraud will never be brought out uh, completely in the open. Uh, naturally, people are going to find uh, it looks like he just threw a fit for no reason. Well, that that's their narrative, and that's why I keep putting out the 500 and so pages of uh, evidence that was presented to the Senate. Uh, you can find that at rmntnews.com. It says, here's the evidence. Uh, but, you know, th- that's just one report of several that have been compiled, uh, including one that Mike Lindell did, which I think is very effective, uh, that have you know brought off uh, the evidence. And there was thousands of affidavits. People risked their lives. And uh, these are incredible people, uh, you know, that could be, uh, you know, attacked for uh, they could actually be fined and thrown in jail if they were lying. Uh, so they risked it at the uh, at the risk of, of literally being thrown in jail. So, all right, guys, listen, this is an amazing broadcast, and I thank you and I appreciate you. And I'm going to go through some of these questions tomorrow because uh, there's still quite a bit, uh, and I want to make sure I go through all of them, and so I don't want to miss you guys. So we'll, we'll stop. Uh, we'll start where we, we, we stop today, tomorrow. Uh, we're already 52 minutes into the broadcast. I usually do half-hour broadcast, but thank you. And, and guys, I can't even tell you how much... Your prayers and uh, any support that you can help us in the ministry is just huge right now as we're being targeted financially. We're being targeted in ways that I can't even describe publicly. Uh, it's it's really unbelievable. And, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, we, we think about it and we're just like, is this worth it? But I believe it is worth it because uh, clearly there's not enough people doing this. And so if you're able to help us, it's a huge blessing. You can go to toddcoconato.com slash give and you can help us out financially as we fight this fight. Uh, in the meantime, um, I love you guys. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll come back again tomorrow and uh, just leave you these words to encourage you. We are not defeated. We are not done. Our time is not yet over. Uh, God is on the throne. He hears the prayers of the righteous. Uh, I believe God is a God of justice. And I believe we're in the middle of a situation, but it is not done yet. So we need to pray that God allows an expose of all the corruption and all the evil and all the wrongdoing in our country that we see a cultural shift in America as we return back to the ways of Jesus Christ and his word as a nation and we see a great move of God, new life, which is revival and a true awakening in the body of Christ and beyond. Amen. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. God bless you and we'll talk to you soon.